Clinton Jaws, thanks for watching, everybody. Like my stuff, share my stuff. Become a member. Join the join button. I'll leave a link in the description. It'll tell you all about it. You'll see some live streaming. How's everybody doing? Thompson RCMP. RCMP members. You know what? I wasn't going to say this. But if I was in depot and they said, hey, Jaws, yeah, guess where you're going? You're going to, you're going to be a RCMP member at Thompson. You're going to amount to oh, just be like, kill me now. Here's why. They have, those RCMP members have something like over 400 files a week. There's only around 38 cops. Hey, by the way, this video, everything I say, I'm mostly guessing, and it's speculation, okay? I want to start it off with that. What I'm about to talk about, a lot of it is me guessing, and I'm not going to get it totally right. But it's just a place I thank God that I never worked at. And even though I've never been there, I, I probably shouldn't say it, but I, 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 could just, I could just imagine there'd be a, there's a lot of overworked cops that work at that d -d detachment. These members, October 25th, okay, 2021, they start their shift on a Monday and it's busy. Okay? Again, I'm guessing, but I think I'm right because Mondays are busy, especially in that place. After the weekend, it's busy. And their day is winding down. And it's around 2 o'clock, 2.45. The other shift's going to start in a couple of hours. They're getting things done. Maybe they're having a snack in the lunchroom watching my podcast. And then all of a sudden over the radio, they hear shots fired. Oh, great. I'm not going to be at home on time tonight again. And so they rush out of the office. Here's a video of what happened on October 25th, around 2.45 p.m. on Princeton Drive. Good old Princeton Drive, right? I'm guessing again, but I don't know. I, I feel like I got to watch what I say here because I'm not from there. But I could just put myself in the shoes of those cops. So they go to the scene and they help out their the lead investigator. I'll show you the video. Here's the video. Then we'll dissect it. Okay, this is what happens. So that cop, he shows up on scene in a bitch bus. It looks like a bitch. I don't even know what that thing is. But he was forced to drive this thing. And he's just going to serve this dude a document. Probably a subpoena. I don't know. I'm just guessing. That's all he's going to do. So he's alone. Of course he's alone. Okay? You're allowed to be alone when you're serving documents. It's an easy. It's supposed to be an easy thing to do. And what is this? What does this dude do? He comes out armed with a knife. It looks like he has a knife in his right hand. He looks like he's three sheets to the wind. Again, I'm guessing, but he looks like what my wife looks after two bottles of wine, the way he's walking. Okay. He looks shit-faced. He's not listening to the police officer. 
He's not listening to any commands from the police officer and keeps on walking towards the police officer. Let's dissect. Right here, I'm shooting him. I probably could have shot him earlier, but I'm shooting him. He's not stopping. He's not listening to me. I'm shooting him. I'm not going to back up anymore. Backing up is dangerous. But this cop has patience. So I'm not going to fault him. Cop's about to go onto the road. He's about to go over six inches of uh, sidewalk. (laughs) So he lets him have it. He lets him have it. Of course he does. Police officer fears death and grievous bodily harm. So he gives him a shot. I want you to see this. Do you see the bolt in the background? Right behind him? See the dirt sprout up there? Shitface is lucky. Because a lot of cops are trained two to the chest, one to the head. Okay? This cop, and I don't know if he did it on purpose, but a part of me thinks he did, doesn't aim for the chest and goes to the ground. We don't see the knife dropped. But I'm thinking, I'm guessing, see his foot right here? I believe the knife is right around here, and this is why. We're going to go to the next video. This is after the shooting, and I want you to see what the watch commander does. And I'm just, I'm just guessing that it's the watch commander. It's some kind of supervisor. I'm, I don't know what if the watch commanders are the corporals there or if they're the sergeants. They're probably the corporal. If they are the corporal, they're the road supervisor and the sergeant's in the office eating chocolates and talking on the phone with no firearm in his holster. This is right after the shooting. I think they fucking shot him. When you arrive on scene like that, it means that you all left the office together. Now, I think this, I used to drive this, this thing right here. This is why I think it's the watch commander. That's a supervisor vehicle. Watch what, it looks like a female. It might be a guy, I can't tell. You can't really see. But this person gets out of the vehicle and watch what she, he does. Or them, or they. She picks something off from the ground right where bad guy went down. The exact same spot. Don't know if it's a shell casing or the knife. I think it's a knife. Again, I'm guessing. Goes down again and picks something up. Goes back to her vehicle. put something in it it's just a point of interest i like what she does he does she he i like what they do next okay watch this you're panicking Shit, I shouldn't even fucking be. You told me. They go over there. Okay. It's beautiful. I love it. The supervisor goes over there and grabs the guy who did the shooting. Gets him out of there. He doesn't need to be there. These cops, for eight minutes, for eight minutes, 
gave this guy medical attention. It took the ambulance eight minutes to show up, the same time it took the ambulance to show up for George Floyd. I'm telling you, waiting for the ambulance. Oh, man. It's terrible. And it, it's everywhere. You're almost better. I'm not saying for them to do it, but if you have a loved one that needs an ambulance fast, quickly, you're almost better off just driving them to the hospital. I wouldn't be waiting for the ambulance. Anyways, they go over to uh, the supervisor's vehicle and they walk back over to the bitch bus. He goes in and sits in there for a while. Okay. I want you to see this part. I want you to hear this part that nobody's talking about. Listen to the volume. Listen, listen to this. No, yeah. Like a boot from the back, though. You know what I mean? They're calling the kitchen. What would that sound like to you? It sounded like there's a school nearby, doesn't it? Doesn't it sound like there's a school nearby? And that's the, whatever, the secretary, whatever, over the loudspeaker telling the students to go back inside the building? Again, guessing. I, I'm not there. But you'd think the news would confirm that, right? That's a big deal. You have shitface trying to kill a cop. And then the cop is forced to shoot at shitface. Around a school. And there is a school on close by, actually, on Princeton Drive. Nobody's talking about it. What are we talking about instead? You want to hear what we're talking about instead? Good things, right? No. No, nothing about the cop doing a good job. Nothing about the cop's mental well-being. Okay, the truth is I have little empathy for somebody who wants to kill a cop. Little empathy for somebody who walks towards a cop with a deadly weapon. I'm sorry you had a tough upbringing, okay? But when you're armed and you're walking towards a cop and you're disobeying all demands from that police officer, expect to get shot every time, all the time. That cop was patient. He allowed you to get that close. Your fault. And it's amazing that I have to sit here and tell people that, right? It's the bad guy's fault. Of course it is. Of course he deserved to be shot. He had to be stopped. He needed to be stopped. The threat needed to be stopped. The cop deserved to go home at night. The, the cop deserved to live. Common sense, right? Yeah. You want to hear what these numb nuts had to say about it? Listen to this. You know, it's funny. I'm sitting upstairs and I don't, I'm not even trying to act like this. I don't even know why I'm acting like this. I'm going to try to calm down. When I think about a video in my head, I'm not acting like this. But I sit down here, I get worked up. And it doesn't come out right. Now I'm nuts. Okay. CBC. That's what CBC says. Thompson man in stable condition after police shooting. Well, thank God for that, right? That poor man. That's how they write it. Not cop still alive. Cop faces deadly threat. That's something, right? Crazy man around a school comes at cop with a knife, armed with a knife. Nothing like that. The man is in stable condition 
How about the cop's life? Tribal Council Chairperson Eric Redhead. He's the chief, guys. So he's got a good head on his shoulders, right? He's going to say something intelligent, right? Possibly, right? It could be possible. He watched the video of the incident numerous times. Numerous. Calling the shooting very, very disturbing. Well, okay, I agree with you so far. This guy almost killed a cop. Almost killed a cop. Agreed. Redhead, he has questions about the use of force. And whether the man was a risk to the officer or the public. This guy, he watched it numerous times, guys. So he was wondering if he was actually a risk. A criminal walking towards a cop. Ignoring all commands. What do you think, Redhead? Possibly? Has a deadly weapon? Armed with a deadly weapon? Do you... Redhead doesn't know if he's a, a risk or not, guys. He's confused. You know, just throw all the intelligence out the window. First paragraph, right? This is your chief. After watching the video closely. Oh, okay. So he's watched it numerous times and closely. Redhead says he doesn't see the man wielding a knife. <sighs> what the hell does that mean? Redhead's going to teach us all about use of force, guys. Here we go. He's a use of force expert. And did you know? Did you know you actually have to wield the knife? If, you're, if you don't wield the knife, then you, you don't deserve to be shot. Have you learned something from Redhead today? You have to wield the knife. You can get all, you can hold a knife, come right up to the cop, get in his grill. That cop can't shoot you. To all police that are training to be cops right now, Redhead just taught you something. You have to wield it. Apparently Redhead doesn't understand the definition of wield. If you look at the video closely, you can see him. You can see the knife come up. That's what I thought. It looks like he is wielding the knife. Makes no difference if you wield a knife or not. Idiotic. By the way, redhead, wielding. To hold a weapon and look as if you're going to use it. I thought you watched it closely. And numerous times. With that video evidence, we think the officer's response is uncalled for and un unacceptable. To shoot this individual literally at point-blank range was incompetent and very dangerous for anyone attending that scene. It was point blank because of the cop's patience. He waited to the very last second. That's why it was point blank, okay? If it was me at scene, no, okay, I, I would have shot way sooner. Most cops would have shot way sooner. That's why it's point blank. He didn't want to shoot him. This guy's running your community. He's running. He's a chief in your community. This. How's it going? How's the community going? How's he doing? Working out well for you? Is it a fruitful community? For some reason, I doubt it. Let's dissect Redhead's vocabulary for a second. He called this incompetent. What's the meaning of incompetent, guys? Not having or showing the necessary skills to do something successfully. Hold on a second. We know the cop has the necessary skills. He's a trained killer. He went to depot. I know that for a fucking fact. He showed his skills by shooting bad guy, not having necessary skills to do something successfully. Well, it was successful. He stopped the threat. What are you talking about? Redhead doesn't even understand basic vocabulary. Who's incompetent? To shoot this individually, literally at point blank range, was incompetent and very dangerous for anyone attending that scene, Redhead said. 
The cop made the scene safe, you crackerjack. Anyone attending the scene is now safe. The school kids are safe. <laughs> but Redhead said the cop made it the scene unsafe. Not the bad guy, right? Bad guy didn't do that. It's not the bad guy's fault. It's the cop's fault. The cop put the bad guy in that position. Like we always do, right? The cop does his job. And we're worried about the bad guy. Not worried about the police officer. We're worried about the bad guy. The cop is doing the job because Redhead can't. He can't con control his community. Now, what do we have? We have a police officer that's going to suffer from PTSD, guaranteed. He's not sleeping tonight. He's probably not going to sleep next week. Years down the road, he's not going to be able to sleep ever again. He's not going to be able to have a good night's sleep. Bad guy did that to the cop, and we're not even talking about it. We don't even care that he now has a damaged mind. And Redhead is criticizing the police peaks the way they have to clean up Redhead's mess. Is his name Redhead? I don't know. I don't even know. Is, it, is his name really Redhead? They're cleaning up Redhead's mess because of Redhead's incompetence. You're the incompetent one. What are you doing for the community? How are you fixing the community? I mean, really, honestly, let's have the conversation. What are you doing for them? Stuff drives me crazy, and CBC eats it up. The media eats it up. They eat it up. They, they get a weird side of a story. A plain and cut situation where a police officer had to discharge his firearm. Absolutely had to do it. But they interview Redhead. They're not going out and looking for people like me. That would be the full story. But they don't do that. Because it doesn't sell. It doesn't sell that way. What else does he say? Even if the man was armed with a knife, the officer wouldn't be at risk unless he was close to the man, the chief said. You got rocks in your head, redhead. You admitted yourself that the bad guy was sh shot point blank. You said to shoot this individual literally at point blank range. That's what you said. You said, and now you're saying he wasn't close. Th this is this is the chief, guys. You start off by saying he was shot point blank, and now you're saying he wasn't even close. He doesn't know what point blank means, guys. He doesn't understand the meaning of point blank. Lesson number two: it means fired from very close to its target. Bad guy was two feet away. You see how they make up a story? How can you possibly make up a story after watching a video like that? Oh, this one. Oh, you got to listen to this one. See, you guys, nobody's going to understand what you go through. <sighs> These are civilians trying... I'm so tired of civilians, like Redhead, pretending to be cops. They don't have a clue. They never will have a clue. Why didn't he use a baton? Most officers are equipped with tasers, which would have been acceptable, in our opinion, in that response. Redhead said, adding that the man clearly needed mental health supports, which the officer should have trained to provide. 
The man clearly needed mental health supports, which the officer should have been trained to pro- to provide. You got a guy coming at you with a deadly weapon. What, what do you want? What do you? Hold on, sir. I'm going to get a nurse to the scene. She has cookies. Like, does, does this even make sense? I can't believe CBC would even document such a stupid statement. Why didn't he use a baton? Because batons don't work. He's got a deadly weapon. You, you want to use a baton for somebody who has a deadly weapon. That's what Redhead want, wants cops to do, guys. You got a baton. I never once used my baton. Batons don't work. Why the hell, Redhead, would any cop battle a bad guy who has a knife in their hand with a baton? Would you do it? Or would you shoot somebody if they came at you with a knife? Which one would you pick? Redhead's going to pick the baton, guys. Oh, yeah. Most cops are, uh, they got tasers. Which would have been acceptable in our opinion. Redhead, well, he would have been fine with a taser. It's not your choice, Redhead, okay? You don't get to tell police how to police. Police know how to police. And they know that that would be pretty fucking stupid of them if they brought a taser to a knife fight. Do you know how many tasers fail? What happens, Redhead? What happens when the taser fails? Bad guy coming at at you with a knife. Do you got time to switch to your firearm? Huh? Taser fail. Cop cop gets stabbed. You you would have been you that would have been acceptable in your mind. That would have been acceptable. Crazy, isn't it? It's true. It's true. That's really what this guy's thinking. Redhead doesn't have a clue. You should never use a taser when the guy has a knife and he's coming at you. And you definitely don't use a taser when you don't have lethal overwatch. He's alone. It's just him. You don't use a taser in that situation ever. But Redhead wants the police to be trained that way. Redhead also questions why the Mounties went to deliver the court documents on his own. Redhead, cops cops don't get backup when they're just going to deliver paperwork to somebody, okay? That's just the way it is. There's not enough cops. When cops pull over a vehicle, a lot of times they do it alone. And by the way, do you not critically think if there was two cops, by the way, this guy lived. He's not dead yet. He's probably going to get out of the hospital soon. I don't know. I'm just guessing. But if, if you had two cops, I bet you the second cop wouldn't have been as patient as the first cop. This kid is lucky. 30-year-old, by the way. Lucky. <clears throat> I don't even want to get into this part. I've been talking way too long. My tape's going to die. And if it dies, thanks for watching. Our people face these situations on a daily basis, and I'm just like, what are you talking about, man? Why is that? Why are your people facing these situations on a daily basis? And what are you saying? Are you saying they're facing them because of the color of their skin? And I'm not facing them because of the color of my skin? Are you saying, I've never had a cop come to my house to give me documents, serve me paperwork. Is it because I'm white? Or is it because I'm not a criminal? Always have to put race into this. Every time, right? 
100% justified shooting. Got to throw a race into it in a daily basis. What are you doing about it to fix it? If your people are facing these situations on a daily basis, what are you doing about it? You know what you're doing about it? You know what you're doing? You're blaming the police. That's what you do. You don't take responsibility. That would be hard work. You blame the police, the racist cops. It's racism. That's why this happened. Anyways, I'm glad the cop's okay. I'm glad the cop didn't have a stoppage. I think the cop did a good job. He did the best he could could do. Guy tried to kill people. <laughs> and it is it's incredible, really. Bad guy tries to kill him. And then the police spends eight minutes giving him medical attention. It's incredible. And nobody talks about it. Instead, some other chief came out and said, we pray. We pray for this young guy that's in the hospital to make a recovery. They pray for him. But you don't pray for the police officer. Backwards. What's that?